You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Living the good fat life with your host Karen and Sherry. They'll help everything align for your body, soul, and mind. The good fat life. Whether change comes slow or dramatically, the good fat life. We'll help you sort things out organically. <laughs> every time. I love every time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's another Monday. I know. How lucky are we? <laughs> day, those weeks are flying by. I know. And we're so lucky to be back here on a Monday. It always feels like uh, the best day ever. And um, I look forward to it. And I hope the listeners are looking forward to it. We have another great guest. I mean... Right, right, as always, and I'm really looking forward to um, our conversation today. Mm-hmm. Um, Me too. Because it's things that we, I don't know, just need the daily refresher on. Yeah, and um, to realize that self-care really is a holistic thing, um, and this is one component that will maybe really effective for other people, and um, how important it is to learn about it and just uh, sort of have that in your um in your mind um, to see if that's something that could work for you and your family. So I'm excited about talking about it. Yeah. Well, it certainly changed my life. Um, so mm-hmm. our guest today is Dr. Adam Rushford. He has um, high, hands-on health chiropractic in Brighton, Michigan. And I will say that uh, the general consensus is if you need to go see Dr. Rushford, you're in for a treat. Oh, that's um, not nice. just for, <laughs> you know, not just for feeling better, but his whole environment, the vibe in his office is just so fun and upbeat. Yeah. And um, anyways, and he's been practicing since what, 2009? Is that right? Yep. 2009. Right? Yeah, I was an associate for a little while until I found this awesome office out here in Brighton that I purchased and they're wasn't a whole lot here. We just slowly build and build and try to get a little bit better every year and get a little bit more impactful and affect patients at a little bit higher level every single year. Well, yeah. well, you do. And, you know, as hey. we, as we, you do. <laughs> so, I mean, that's what we have living proof here, right? Yeah. yeah. People love coming to, I, it's fun to come into your office, right? You. Even yeah. if you're in pain, it's fun to come <laughs> into your office. Um, so one of the things, um, you know, it's just like, where do you want to start? Um, let's just talk about chiropractics in general. So, okay. so what is chiropractics? And, um, you know, as we were kind of talking earlier, and I will say, I was raised, as I've told you, you know, my grandpa was a chiropractor, graduated in 1945. And, um, but it was totally when, you know, it was considered quackery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's, yeah. So just, do you, you want to talk to that? You know, I think, I think chiropractic is in a good and a bad way. It's done, um, it's done a disservice to the community and not necessarily teaching people what we are. And it can be confusing for consumers. I mean, you can go into 10 different chiropractors and get 10 kind of different vibes of what chiropractic is. I know some chiropractors that don't do any adjusting. They just do nutrition. I know some chiropractors that take x-rays. I know some that don't. I know some that just treat symptoms and pain. I know others that treat wellness like we do in our office. Um, what I, to, chiro- to me, chiropractic is a practice of the understanding that there's a proper position for the body. There's a proper alignment. And just like any machine, it's going to be more efficient with that proper alignment, that proper position, that proper movement pattern. 
I also practice the understanding that that life just deforms that normal natural position. So, you know, combination of little repetitive stresses like sitting all day long combined with big traumas and all that kind of slowly deforms that normal natural position of which most of us don't really notice. We don't notice that slow de-evolution until we get to that point where we feel pain. So, you know, my goal since starting the office is, is trying to get out in the community and get people to start thinking about their posture and about their position before it starts with pain. Um, you know, pre-COVID, we used to get out to every public event there was. And we've got a really cool app on our iPad where we can take a picture of the patient from the front, from the side, mark out some anatomical marks, and basically give the patient a blueprint of their spine. It gives them an understanding of where they're loading stress. I think if you know how to analyze the body, you can catch and fix little problems before they turn into big disasters. And for me, that's a that's the number one thing that I'm, I'm passionate about within care. So, so what? As you're talking, there's two things that I'm really coming to mind: is the, you know, the uh, frog that's that's boiling in the water, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You know, you just don't notice it; it's getting hotter until all of a sudden you're cooked. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that's the one thing, and then the other thing was is, um. My grandpa always talked about, you know, wellness and preventative, but I think I, it was, I was too young to really understand the real impact of that. And when I started coming to see you on a, um, um, preventative, you know, cause you speak about preventative and wellness, not treating, just treating, um, the pain or the sore back or whatever. And it's been such an interesting, it's changed the journey. Right on yep. self care, yep. mm-hmm. it's it's like yeah, I, I want to be really well. Yeah. I don't know. To what me, it's, yeah. to me an, an adjustment for me isn't just or treatment isn't isn't part of it is the hands on part of it. You know the actual moving of bones. But for me, if that's all you're doing as a chiropractor, you, you're missing out a an amazing way that you can serve your people. So for me, an adjustment is always that you know, that realigning of the spine while giving some kind of inspiration or holding somebody's feet to the fire about what they told you they were going to do or, you know, trying to keep them on track with whatever their health journey is. So that's something we, you know, obviously we're adjusting in here every day, but along with that, you know, we're experts in nutrition, we're experts in, in, in movement. You know, what I, what I, what drew me to chiropractic the most and makes me most inspired by chiropractic today yeah, the adjustment school, I like adjusting people, but it's the chiropractic lifestyle of experimenting with your health through nutrition and exercise and, you know, low risk, high reward things that can make amazing changes in your life that you can see how your body responds to it. Well, I think just important is just to be aware of your spine and your posture and everything you do, right? That's what we're learning in yoga and in meditation, all these different modalities. And I'm guessing you probably see a lot of people in your practice that, have tried these different modalities first. Like I'm going to, you know, I don't feel well, so I'm going to try to meditation. I'm going to try to yoga, but maybe they are doing it and they're doing it with um, their heart and their mind, but they're not realizing they're doing it that wrong, um, not aligned correctly. And it's almost making the situation worse. Are you finding that, that people are trying to do these other things without, without realizing where their spine is and how they're aligned? I think, I think chiropractic, I was a personal trainer before I was a chiropractor. I trained my way through chiropractic college. And I remember before I started seeing patients, my clients that I was training, you know, I'm trying to teach them how to flat back and hinge. And I just remember getting so frustrated. Like, why can't, you know, I was a 20 year old kid. That could, yeah. You know, right. How can they not get this? Why can't yeah. you just do this? Just yeah. Flat back, push yeah. Butt up, hinge. 
And I didn't realize it until I started actually seeing them and seeing their spines and seeing their x-rays, the why and combining the two of them was, was really amazing. And to me, I think chiropractic and, and exercise, they have to go together. Like you, if you're just, if you're just seeing a chiropractor and not exercising, you're wasting a lot of time and energy and money. Personally, I believe that because these alignments, these adjustments aren't going to hold if you don't build strength around it. And if you're not mobilizing it in between the adjustments and conversely with that, any exercise is a repetitive stress. You know, if you're, if you're a runner, I mean, that repetitive stress is going to wear down the machine over time. So, you know, having a, you know, a bodywork specialist, like a chiropractor or a PT or a massage therapist that can catch those imbalances and fix them before that machine slowly wears down is so powerful. Um, would you suggest you go see a chiropractor before you start a new um, exercise regime or something that you're um, that you need yeah. to? Yeah, okay. I do, I do. Um, you know, obviously, I, I, I'm, um, I, I prefer chiropractic over it, but I mean, see somebody that's a bodywork specialist. You know, either chiropractic massage or PT. Um, I think all three of them have amazing skills to be able to catch these little problems and help unwind them before you start, before you start beating up the machine. I mean, it's like any other machine that you have, you're going to tune up before you start working on it. Your body is the same way. You should make sure that things are aligned and moving properly before you start throwing weight and stress and repetition after it. So what are some, you know, we've talked a little bit about some, um, <clears throat> tools and some, um, things that you can you can use. So, so we were talking about the aura ring. So, do you want to talk about that a minute? Because, because otherwise it can become random, right? It's like, well, I tried this and it didn't work, and then yeah. I think that's what happens for most of us is yeah. we don't get that time. And another good thing to remember, I was just talking to one of our docs about this this morning. It's not always that this that one thing or that one tool wasn't working for you. Usually, it's a usually it's yeah. a mixture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see it happen with patients. You know, we're not, we don't, we're not batting a hundred percent here. And sometimes patients don't respond as fast as we want, as we want them to. And my, what I always talk to them about is like, I know the adjustment is helping you. I know realigning your hips is going to make you a stronger person. It's just not solving that number one reason that you're here, which is this pain in this area. Why don't we try to add PT along with it? Why don't we try to add massage along with it? Why don't we try to add some anti-inflammatory work around with it? Patients always want to get the understanding. They always want to think that, uh, I always get the question, is it the muscle? Is it the bone? When in actuality, it's multiple areas. It's, it's muscle, it's bone, it's nerve, it's inflammation. So a real care plan to treat something like that has to be multifunctional and multidimensional. You can't just fix the alignment and not right. do anything about the soft tissue. So, you know, having, having different tools and trying these different tools in, in combination is is definitely the best way to go. Um, we were just talking about the, the the aura ring, so we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, an aura ring. I got the idea from this from a, another podcast that I listened to called The Drive. Um, an aura ring is just another another movement monitor that you can wear wear on your ring finger. That is um, from the studies that I've seen. It is one of the most um, precise movement, heart rate, um, respiratory rate monitors. Um, sleep track, sleep tracking monitors that, that you can use that are on the market right now. What I've been using mine for the most is just is the, the sleep data that I get from it is, has been really eye opening for me. And I've been, you know, I've been experimenting with my health for years and it's just amazing to see how, 
you know, eating carbs after 6.30 or, you know, having any kind of alcohol throughout the day or having that afternoon cup of coffee, how it actually affects your sleep and how it affects your resting heart rate while you're sleeping. And yeah, it's taught me, it taught me, it's, it's been a great tool to use because I love, I love self-experimenting. I love, I love doing low, low risk, high reward things. But you can't always just go based on how you feel. It's good to have actual body metrics to go along with. And Aura Ring has been such a cool tool to use to get great body metrics. So um, for, for measurement tools, that's one of my favorite. Uh, another favorite tool that I use for, for, for body metrics is that uh, the Posture Screen mobile app that we use in the office. You can use it and you can measure it over time so we can see, all right, is your, is your forward head posture actually getting better? It gives you stress measurement. So the, the rule the rule is for for every inch your head translates forward, it doubles the weight of your head the weight of your head on your spine. So the, the app actually you know measures that forward head posture and it gives you an idea based on how much forward head posture, how much weight your head is actually putting on your spine. Which that data helps you understand why your traps feel tight all the time why you get little headaches at the base of the skull all day, all day long, why you have numbness, tingling, shoulder dysfunctions, really cool metrics that you can use to measure how these little experiments are, are, are affecting your body based on data and not just how you feel. So, Doctor, you talked about the word aura, right, and the aura ring. Yep. And aura, the word aura comes from basically the colors um, and the energy from your your personal body and your personal soul, correct? Is that how we are defining aura? And then um, so talk to us about the chakras because I just realized this coming from a place of like we don't go to see chiropractors because we're in the medical a lot of people in my family are in the medical community, so we've sort of been like um, taught to we go see the doctor, not the chiropractor. But I really find it fascinating that the chakras are involved with this too, and maybe people that are more linear thinkers they don't realize too that this is another holistic part of the um, what you do. And I just find it fascinating. So, can you speak to that a little bit about the chakras? I mean, your body's your body's electrical primarily. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we sometimes when you start talking the energy and the electricity within your body, people's eyes can glaze over sometimes. But really, your body is your body runs on electricity. Um, they actually did a study back in the 1920s where they they cut they cut a nerve from a from a monkey and they actually hooked it up to a, to a monitor like an EKG and they could see a waveform. They could see something flowing within that nerve. They actually took it one step further and actually hooked it up to a light bulb, and the light bulb actually lit up. So there's actually oh my gosh. A I've never heard that. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's really interesting. So your body's electrical first, it's chemical second, and it's mechanical third. Um, you know, we've talked about the mechanics of chiropractic, which is awesome. But really, to me, the main reason to see a chiropractor is isn't just to keep those 24 vertebra keeping you upright. I mean, that's extremely powerful. There's a ton of benefit of that. But within each of those 24 vertebra is your spinal cord and is your nervous system, is that main conduit that connects your brain to every cell and tissue and organ in your body. So the more aligned that structure is, the more stress you're going to take out the spinal cord. Any kind of aberrations in the alignment can stretch, it can compress, and it can irritate nerves in the short term. In the long term, those alignments slowly are going to create that degeneration of the spine. Your your spine remodels the stress. So the more stress you put on the spine, the more remodeling you get, the more bone it puts down, the more soft tissue breakdown happens. 
And if that happens too much, you start to get what's called stenosis. And stenosis is basically something growing into that hole where the nerve passes through. That process doesn't happen over time. It takes years and years and years of these bad positions and bad movement and bad energy and bad healing times for your body to actually get to that point. Um, so it goes back to, you know, starting to work on this stuff early, starting to work on healthy people and just work on keeping healthy people healthy and setting, instead of waiting for them to start, start to fall apart. So yeah, you're, you're right on. Chiropractic started off as, as an energy, it really is an energy-based healing. The founder of chiropractic was, a uh, was a magnetic healer. And then he started to draw these conclusions and these, um, these correlations between the energy of the body and, and the spine back in the 1800s. And that was back when, I mean, neurology wasn't a thing within science, really. The understanding of neurology was not there at all. We really didn't understand how nerve works and, you know, how you think that message and then boom, your foot moves. I mean, that was, that was a real, that was a real mystery back in that time. Well, you just have to watch a baby to, to learning to walk, right? Yeah. And, mm-hmm. or try to talk and see oh my gosh, how um, miraculous this stuff is yep. and how much and, goes into it. Yeah. And a good thing I always remember that, I always try to teach my patients, you know, that that, that energy, that miracle that that formed those two cells, fall in love and form that, that perfect child nine months later, that energy doesn't leave you after you're born. It's with you for the rest of your life. Uh, every single second of every day, your body is rebuilding a new you. So that process is, is continuing to happen. And that process happens through the brain and the nervous system. So if there's one thing that you should spend time on every day trying to strengthen, it's the nervous system. And that's one thing that you you hear, you don't hear people talk about much. I'm working on improving the health of my brain. I'm working on improving the health of my nervous system. It's usually, you know, I'm working on my weight. I'm working mm-hmm. on, you know, I'm working on, you know, my, my heart and what's in my blood, which is all important stuff and can right. help but actively seeking out ways to improve the nervous system isn't something that you you hear really mentioned and worked on all that much. Well, I totally can see why Sherry loves the vibe at your place. You're so excited <laughs> about it. So thank you for answering these questions. But I have another um, question that came to mind is that Sherry and I, we have uh, learned a little bit about and talked about that your brain has a brain, your stomach has a brain, your all your all your different parts have a brain. And it's important to communicate with those. And when we're shutting those off, again, it's sort of back to the energy, back to the system. It starts to shut that off for you. And then also how you communicate with the world, also how you start interacting with the world. If you don't listen to the brain of each of your organs, like your body's trying to communicate with you, if we keep not hearing it, that's where the problems come in. Is that what you found? So, I mean, it's all about creating that homeostasis and it, it comes from communication from all of those separate organs and organ systems. And it's one thing that gets, that can get lost is remembering, you know, yeah, you might have a, a kidney issue, but that kidney, that, that organ is a, a part of a larger organ system. That's part of a larger organism. So, you know, trying to make sure, yeah, the kidney might be an issue, but what's upstream and downstream of that, that might be affecting that. You know, going back to you know, chiropractic and, you know, the simple low back pain stuff that we see, it's not always just a low back issue. You have to look upstream and downstream. You have to look organically. A lot of organs can refer pain into, into muscles, into mechanical type areas. So, mm-hmm. 
yeah, making sure that communication between organs, organ systems, and above all, that master control system within your brain is is vital. And that's, I mean, that's why that's what I love about chiropractic. That's what I love about about improving people's posture. It is such a simple way to change so many different aspects of somebody's health. So, I mean, it, it's easy to understand the mechanical part of it. Just look at your spine like an engineer. If you're supposed to be like this, but instead you're like that, it's going to wear things out quicker. That's easy to understand. Um, but, I mean, as you start to round further and further forward, you can press organs. You can press your lungs. You can't you can expand your lungs if you're compressed and hyperflexed and typhotic. Um, your nervous system, you can't be in these aberrant positions without affecting your nervous system uh, to some degree. Right. Um, there's an amazing TED talk um, by Amy Cuddy. She's uh, I, I, I really, um, I think y'all go go and check it out. She she studies how posture affects verbal and nonverbal communications. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, a phenomenal study. She does hormonal tests when people are holding kind of defeated postures, and her hormonal tests when people are holding like the the Wonder Woman or Superman postures. Yeah. And what it does for your hom- your hormones within your body, your 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 cortisol levels and your testosterone levels are, are really are amazing. So, um, you know, and then on top of that, the verbal and nonverbal communication it gives to people around you, you know, that, that, that power posture, it says something to people around you, that defeated rounded forward disengaged posture. It says something to people around you. So it, to me, it's, it's yeah. Back pain. That's why, that's why 90% of our patients come here. But for me, I'm always trying to change that narrative to, yeah, back pain, but look at all these other awesome things we're going to be able to improve by improving your back pain, getting you moving more, getting you standing up more, getting you getting all the mechanics and all those organ systems working together. But that's kind of the way I think we are as people. Um, mm-hmm. We don't respond until there's a problem that needs to be solved. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Right. And so what, so we, you know, one of the things that our goal with Good Fat Life this, this year and why we wanted to focus on self care is to maybe change the narrative like you're talking about. You know, let's, let's have the narrative be, yeah, we're going to do all these cool things, um, and have fun with it and test it and see so that we're wellness, not so that we're not, you know, sick. Yeah. Um, and and what are those things? And so I'm loving when you're talking about, you know, paying attention to your nervous system, paying attention to how our brain works. And, you know, your article, this this um, issue was about you exercise because of how it makes your brain feel, yeah. um, you know, or the, the chemical. And so but we, we aren't taught that. Right. Mm-hmm. And we don't think in those terms um, unless maybe we we intentionally do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of being taught that doctor, how would you suggest, um, cause I have teenagers and I say a lot of teenagers doing this and I certainly did as a teenager, I was constantly slouching. I still do it way yeah. too much as an adult, but people would say, you know, you should stand up straight and smile more often. Of course I didn't want to hear any of that. Um, but I want to be able to say it to my kids so they hear it. And, um, especially for our kids, like they're like, if it's not concrete happening now, it doesn't exist. So what would you, how would you suggest a good way to help people um, in a positive manner to help them? It, it is, it is hard. You know, it's something I work on a lot with my parents and I have a lot of mother or father and son or daughter come in and I'll you know, like, yeah, I tell them nonstop to straighten up and they don't listen to me. And, you know, it ends up being white noise and nagging at some point <laughs> right. in time and then another wall gets put up. So, you know, um, 
engage, engage an, engage an expert to help, you know, engage a chiropractor or a PT or a personal trainer, somebody that analyzes posture, um, something as simple as, as taking a picture of posture, like those, um, those posture pictures really helps to visualize it. I mean, you don't, you obviously don't want to body shame people at all, but I mean, just make poor posture just makes you look and feel old. It makes you look and feel frumpy. It makes you, it makes you look not people people see that and be able to read the metrics behind it and see how much more strain that puts in their body. Uh, It's such, it's such an important thing. And especially with, especially with COVID and all these kids doing, um, you know, extension learning from home. I've heard so much of teenagers when I ask them about school, they tell me, well, my alarm goes off at 8.30. I roll over my lap, my iPad's there. I turn on the screen and I lay there in bed mm-hmm. all day long. Yeah, yeah. It just breaks my heart to hear that. Poor kids. Ah, <laughs> like, uh, me too. Human body's meant to be, meant to be in motion. So, um, you know, so first off, you know, if you do have a kid that is, is doing a lot of, um, is, is um, schooling from home, get them a space for it, get them a space outside of their room. That is their learning space. All right. Where it's set up for them to learn. Um, you know, ideal situation would be a desktop. Desktops are, are, are definitely a heck of a lot better than iPads or, um, or laptops. Um, if it is a laptop, get like a, get like an external keyboard so you can raise the monitor up so they don't have to be their eyes and their hand and eyes and hands are at the same level. Um, couple simple, uh, simple advice things that I always give kids when I come here, because, you know, you're not going to, they're not going to stop being on their phones. They're not going to stop uh, being on their iPads. It's not going to happen. So um, mm. I, I'll typically, you know, come into the room to, to adjust mom and I'll see, I'll see the teenager in the, in the corner like this on their phone. <laughs> and, or me, yeah, or me. Yeah, or, or mom. Yeah. And I'll say, right, I'm not going to tell you not to work on your phone. Because that's not realistic. I know you're not going to be on it. Let's try to find a better way to do it. So a simple rule that I like to use in my office is what I call the, the two-hand rule. I wrote about it in the article. So um, if you draw a horizontal line coming straight up from your from your sternum and a horizontal line coming straight up from your belly button, you want those two lines to be parallel to one another. Now, that position can be held many different ways. So I've been teaching a lot of our teenagers when they're, when they're working on their phone, instead of that slouch back towards the edge of their chair, put their elbows on their knees. You see in this position, I'm flat back. My head is back. You know, I'm, I'm still engaged. I still have a neutral spine. I'm not completely rounded forward. They can still be on their phones. They can still, still be on their tech. Um, Cause you just not, you're probably not going to get up, get them off it at this point. They're yeah. probably addicted by the time they get yeah. to teenage level. And I'm guessing sitting. But you mean drop- yeah. I'm guessing sitting drop- up too. You're learning. Specialists into it. I mean, there's so many things that like, and I see this, I see this with husbands and wives too. The wife will be like, can you tell my husband to drink more water? He doesn't listen to me, but he does everything you say. So from a specialist can be, can be really powerful as well. It can be a coach. It can be somebody that they live, look up to. That's not mom and dad that says, you know what? Your performance on the court would be better if you had better posture throughout your day. It's ruining how your, your muscles are performing because you're slouching all day long. Could be from a chiropractor, a coach, um, so just another voice other than mom and dad. So it just doesn't become constant nagging. That is great advice. And I was just thinking about when I was a teenager and I did uh, bend over, I would start to think like, oh, it's hard to breathe and people are responding to me differently and almost fed into, 
sort of created a era of depression around me because people were responding to me differently. It was hard to breathe. Things seemed harder. I wasn't learning as well. And then you sit up and you sort of like smile at people and see everything. And it's like a whole new world. I'm guessing that happens yeah. with sports, uh, professionally, with, ch- you know, everything. It just affects your entire life completely differently. So thank yeah. you for doing that. Yeah. It's just, just mechanics, you know, yeah. uh, being healthy is, is about managing stresses. And some of them, there's a lot of stresses that you just can't manage. And you just can't, you just can't run away from. But the ones that you can manage, you have to. And posture is a stress that you can manage. You can change the shape of your your posture and the shape of your body and the positions you put your body in. It takes a little bit of work, but it's it is it's it is it is it's not easy, but it is simple. That's like most things. So <laughs> so like so you mentioned that you do um, also nutrition. So talk about your nutrition and some things you've got coming up. Yeah, so um, we've had a, a nutritionist in our in our office for the last. Um, I think Sam has been with us for about four years. She has her own business that she works out of her office. Um, when we started off, I did a lot of it myself. And I, after a couple of years of doing it, I just kind of realized I need somebody that just works on nutrition all the time because there is, there's so much, there's so much out there. There's so many, there's so many different, uh, different studies that are coming out all the time and different ways to um, approach nutrition. I just needed somebody that that's all they do. So she manages a lot of that now. Um, one of my favorite yearly routines that I've always that I've done since I've gotten out of school. Uh, I usually do it in February. I find February is the best like self help month of the year because there's not a lot of distractions in February, unless you're all about Valentine's Day. There's a lot of open space in February, so mm-hmm. um, yeah, I've, I've done <laughs> football's over. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> Football's over. Yeah. yeah well, I've done for probably the last 10, 11 years, I've done, I've done detoxes or cleanses during, um, during February. Um, so this year we're using, we've used standard processes of their supplement, their cleanse kits for the last, uh, for the last couple of years, we bounced between them and biotics. This year we're doing the standard process because they've got a couple of additional options. Um, so they've got specific ones that are for anti-inflammatory reset, um, specific ones that are for blood sugar reset. Um, so the, the basics of a detox is starts off with an, an elimination diet. So you're just eliminating all of those inflammatory producing things that you bring in your body. So, um, you know, caffeine and sugar and simple carbs and alcohol, definitely. And, you know, some of your, some of your more high refined foods that you're going to eat. So you start off with that, that stripping down the diet and just getting down to basics and real food. And then we add on top of it supplements that help support um, support your organs of digestion. So help support your liver, help support your lungs, helps support your lymphatic system and your skin and your digestive tract. Um, with these two specific cleanses, there's additional supplements that are meant to help regulate blood sugar, and then um, supplements that are helped to they're meant to help regulate and lower uh, inflammation within your body. So, yeah, starting next week on Monday. Uh, we're going to do it as a staff, and then we've invited patients to do it along with us. So I think we've got about 25 to 30 people all uh, all doing a little shared struggle experience. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I'm gonna. I'm 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 one of those people. I'm looking forward to it actually, and it's yeah. just I think that there's a sense of. Um, you know, I, I mean, I could have done this on my own anytime, but I don't. 
right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, you just, it's like all those other things. It's like, yeah, we could, but we don't. And so and it's, it's, you know, and I like, I love it because it's a, it's a good reset after yeah. the holidays and it's a good reset to get rid of cravings because, you know, if you, you start eating, you know, it is, you start eating sugar and carbs, your body just craves more and more and more. So yeah, it's a good reset for it. Um, just gets your body back in balance. And me, I'm always just looking for like a 1% change that I can sustain going forward. So every time I do it, I feel like I learn something new that sticks with me going forward or, you know, something that I, that, that I'll, every, every year I do it, I, I get a little bit more aggressive with what, what I will eat, you know, and what kind of things that when I first started doing cleanses, I was like, no, that sounds like torture. I would never eat that. Now I'm like, it's normal parts of my diet now because I've just gotten that far away from simple carbs and simple sugars. And I've gotten so much closer to eating real food and tasting real flavor of food and not just super, super sweet and super, super salty that I just take that little bit of change every year. Yeah. Well, and I love that that's a community. Right. Yeah. So it's kind of like exactly. Exactly. Well, I'm looking forward to finding out how you felt, how you feel during the cleanse and after. And I wanted to ask the doctor, um, isn't it also too? you really when you're doing cleanses or fasting, you sort of have to go into your mind differently and tap into different resources that makes you stronger mentally. Um, because yeah. you have to realize, oh, I was, I was, uh, you know, depending on uh, too much sugar to deal with certain situations, and then you you come up with healthier ways to deal with them in your mind and your body. So it's really yeah. not just about your physical; it's also about your mental state. Yeah, it's got. I mean, any any big change in your health has to start with how you think first. Yeah, and, and it, you have to go into something like this with with and creating and cultivating the discipline within your body because um, motivation is only going to take you so far. So, you know, practice, practice discipline. Discipline's a muscle that you practice and you develop over time. Um, So doing those little things that, you know, the, the soft part of your brain is just say, no, no, no. Like, like hit the snooze button. Like (laughs) that that soft part of your brain is like, yeah, hit the snooze button, fall asleep a little bit more, you know, Practice those, practice those small discipline things while you're doing the cleanse or before you start the cleanse to get your mind ready for saying no when you walk to the grocery store and they've got your like favorite candy bar right next to the, right next to the, the cash register or when you're being marketed to because you know we are we're marketed to eat really, really poorly in our country and you have to be ready to have discipline to say no to those type of things. Well, and then with COVID, um, COVID has us... Mm-hmm. On a long, really <laughs> yeah, long snow day menu. I feel yeah. like we're on this great snow day menu where you can eat hot, you have hot cocoa every day with whipped cream on it, you know, all those great things that you would do on a snow day, which lasted now for nine months. Yeah. <laughs> and going into it, understanding what your weaknesses are. Like, I, my weakness is if it's around me, I will eat all of it. So I just don't like if there is a if there is a sleeve of Oreos, I'm gonna eat all of it. I'm not gonna have one or two. So I just don't have it. I don't have it in the house. I, you know, I told the staff let's let's not have sugar in the office for those ten days. Let's really set ourselves up for for we set ourselves up to win. Um, another great book. Have you guys read Atomic Habits? I have not. I have not. No. An excellent book to help. You know, it's about. It's, you know, developing discipline, but setting your, setting your environment up for achieving these habits that you're trying to, it's a really, really good book that I've been studying habits for years and I've read it probably a year ago and I got some really good, some really good pearls from it that I've, I've stuck with. 
I like how you're um you're you're ta- talking to us about basically be curious about your body and mind and become like your own alchemist and really yeah. try to understand I that. Love that word. Yeah. <clears throat> I think that um if you put it that way people are like, "Oh yeah, I could totally get into this. I could become my own superhero." And what does that look like yeah. and how do I get there, right? Superhero. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Didn't we have Isn't that one of our colleagues um was teaching their kids how to be superheroes and uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It just, I love that idea. But if to kind of like get up in the morning and like, you know, start with the superhero pose, yeah. just yeah. those little things, they just kind of like coming into your office. It's just, you feel good and yeah. finding those little ways. Karen and I spend a lot of time just like, how can we fill our day with those little tiny miracle um, magical kind of moments where you have that superhero energy. And, yeah. and, and, and atomic habits is another kind of way of saying that, right? Yeah. Just those I little mean, things. Mantras and visualizations and affirmations are, they've been a, they've been a huge thing for a very, very long time, a very, very successful people. And it's not by, it's not by accident. It, they really do. They really affect your brain. They re, there is science behind how they work and how they affect your brain. It's, it really affects the neurology of your body. Well, and you look, I was just thinking, you look at the um, military or professional athletes, they stand up straight, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they just stand mm-hmm. up straight. And there's something that is just incredibly inspiring when you see somebody that's just standing up so straight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> So, okay, so just um, what would be one thing that you are – actually, you've given us a number of things, but <laughs> just as we kind of like um, uh, take our leave, what do you want to leave people with that they could just like start today? What's something yeah. somebody could just start today to do? I'm going to give you two, but I'm going to keep them real, real simple. That's fine. Can, right? Yeah. Um, so I'm a big believer that, you know, you know it's cool to do 10-day detoxes and everything. But if you're not like, uh, I'll use a sports analogy. If you're not making your free throws and making your layups, then you're not then you're not going to win. So starting to get um, expert level at this simple thing. So we're just going to start with a couple simple things today. Uh, the first one I think is one that I mentioned in in uh, in my article with you guys is we're all we're all sitting too much. Set a timer for every 30 minutes of sitting. Get up for two minutes and do some kind of active rehab. You know, stand up and stretch out your hip flexors, stand up and engage your glutes, stand up and stretch your chest, stand up and, you know, work your wrists and loosen up your wrists and hands. You know, take, take two minutes out of that after a half hour of sitting. And just that, just that alone will make such a difference in your ergonomics. If, if, if you read, if you read my ergonomic article and you only do one thing from all of that, that would be the one thing. Um, the, my, my second tip would be, um, it's something that I do all day long with it when, when when I'm within the office is I focus I focus on my breathing. Um, one thing from the aura ring that you'll kind of study and learn a little bit more is the heart rate variability, Sherry. And what heart rate variability tells you is how well your autonomic nervous system is working. So, you know, your sympathetic and parasympathetic, your your fight and flight or your 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 heal and digest mode. So as I'm going from room to room with patients, I always want to change. Um, I always want to reset my energy as I go from one room to the next. So um, one tip that I learned a long time ago that I continue to use is that your your inhalation is a sympathetic driven event and your exhalation is a parasympathetic driven event. And most people are stuck in sympathetic drive all day long. So throughout the day, as I'm going from situation to situation, from room to room, 
from case to case before I go into the room or as I go in with a patient, you know, I'll do like a four, seven, eight breath or a, or a breathing routine that really focuses on a slow, slow exhale. It helps to kind of reset my neurology and reset my brain, take me out of that kind of fidgety fight or flight mode and get me calm and relaxed when I go in to see the next patient. So do you want to just take a minute? Let's just walk through that. What does that look like? So a four, seven, eight breath, a simple, you're in for four, you hold for seven, and you exhale for a nice, slow, eight-second exhale. So hold. So it's in through the nose, hold, and then exhale through the mouth. Um, there's different things you can do that. You can exhale like with your, you know, trying to make a noise that there's some different neurological benefits of that. <clears throat> Um, but if you just, if, even if you can't, even if you don't do the four, seven, even if you just stop and just focus on a nice, slow, like eight to 10 second exhale, you'll feel your shoulders drop with it. You'll feel that tension in your jaw kind of relax and it just takes you out of that, that sympathetic drive and slows things down a little bit, slows your heart rate down a little bit. That's great. Yeah. That's great advice to just do through your day too. If you hear something, maybe just take that pause, that purposeful pause, take the breath before you respond to it. You might respond to it in a more positive way. Thank you for that. Yeah. Thanks. That's great reminders. And um, so if somebody wants to come see you, how would they find you? Yeah, you can call our office. Uh, it's 810-494-1900. Um, if you are outside of like the greater Brighton you know, service area for us and you'd like uh, for me to help find you a chiropractor wherever in the world you're at, please, you can email me anytime at uh, drrushford, that's R-U-S-H-F-O-R-D, at H-O-H-C-H-I-R-O.com. Um, if you just emailing me your, your zip code, I can help try to find you a good chiropractor wherever you're at. That isn't just focusing on pain. That's focusing on, on form and function as well. And I will just say as a lifetime, lifetime, um, um, what a devotee or user of chiropractics, they are not all the same. Um, yeah. it is whenever we've moved, we've, we've moved, uh, many times in my life. And that has always been my first, our first thing was to find a chiropractor that I felt really comfortable with. And I fact, my husband was knocking on neighbor no- doors when we last moved here because <laughs> I needed a chiropractor and we didn't have yeah. one. Yeah. To, um, it, it really does make a difference. And I really appreciate you offering that as, um, as yeah, a service, right? right? Yeah, finding the right one can be really tough, and I think I think the 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 you know the public perception of chiropractic is what it is because it is such a different experience from from office to office. So having some kind of you know warm referral to somebody that you know, or you know, I always when I'm trying to find somebody a chiropractor or somebody, I'm always looking for websites that it isn't just about. It isn't just about pain and symptoms. They're not just, you know, advertising for auto accidents. That it's that it's holistic in nature. That it's that they're talking about nutrition. They're talking about you know, the, the whole eat well, think well, move well, stay well aligned type of paradigm. Yeah. So if you don't find the right chiropractor the first time you go, you should keep looking because it's like anything else. That person has to be able to speak to what you need to hear. Yeah. And, you know, sadly, I, I kind of feel like chiropractors get like, they get one shot and if they don't get the right chiropractor, don't get the, you know, don't mm-hmm. get the right response. They'll totally give up on all of chiropractic. And I just urge you, if you, if you're out there and you've ever had, you know, a bad experience with chiropractor, um, you know, don't, don't give up, you know, make sure if you're going to go to a chiropractor, you're going to go to somebody that's going to do an exam on you, 
for me, um, I'm, I'm big on taking x-rays on patients. Uh, you don't know what you can't see. And there's, there's reasons to not adjust that you can't, you can't feel through an exam. So for me, x-rays really improves the efficacy of what a chiropractor does, the safety of what a chiropractor does, and the, and the, um, and the patient's understanding of why a chiropractor is doing what he's doing. You can see what your spine has shifted and molded into through years and years of the same repetitive stresses. It can be really impactful and um, hopefully help, help you make changes outside of the chiropractor's office as well. Well, speaking of making changes outside the chiropractor's office, you are in our magazine. You write for our magazine, and there's an article um, right. in our ma- in Good Fat Life. So you guys go to www.goodfatlife.com and click on that. And um, Dr. Adams in there, Dr. Rushford, he writes for us. So check out his article um, and check out the magazine. And we really appreciate you being here today. I've learned so much about self-care and why it's so important um, to check out that um modality that you're sharing with people and i could totally see why sherry loves to hang you the vibe at your place so thank you and thank you for taking care of sherry so well yeah appreciate that thank you thank you doctor we'll let you go back to seeing your patients yeah Yeah. (laughs) make sure you get up after 30 minutes of paperwork and move around a little bit (laughs) thanks guys thank you doctor bye-bye Oh, I can see why you totally love him. Oh, he's, 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 he is amazing. Thank you, doctor. That was amazing. Yeah. (laughs) I was just saying, I could see why she totally loves you. You're, I like your vibe. I'm going to definitely come check out your, uh, what you're doing there. I could definitely use an alignment. That's for sure. Yeah. So I always, I always tell people, you know, make your, come up with your own decision on what you think chiropractic is. So I always urge people. You come in, do do a day day one evaluation with me, get x-rays of your spine, and sit down to look at it with me. And if after we go over everything, if you don't want to go forward with care, if you don't feel like it's the right route for you, that's okay. Um, you'll at least know you'll at least know what chiropractic is, know what your spine looks like, and you'll be educated, you'll learn a ton from it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sold. <laughs> so um all right, well good, and then we'll I'll let you know when it's um uh, well, obviously it was live streamed on Facebook, but then we'll get the the um post, the link, the link, yeah. and we'll send yeah, the link to we'll, you. We'll email it out. We'll put it on our on our Facebook page as well. And then, Sherry, during the cleanse, if you have any questions, text me or email me anytime. Okay, um, okay. I would say start prepping for it a little bit right now. So <laughs> I, I started peeling back the caffeine addiction today. Oh, you did? Um, okay. Starting to step back from that. Starting to just step back from carbs a little bit today. Um, and just trying to just just work on work on on discipline things like like I, I I I didn't hit the snooze button this morning. I made myself do like a thirty second cold shower. Things that I really didn't want to do, but I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna do what I said I'm gonna do. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, those cold showers really are effective. I've been trying they, that too. They really are. <laughs> They're they so are, hard to do. They are, they are amazing. And yeah. There's, yeah, there's a lot of cool science behind them as well. Mm-hmm. So the the one thing, um, and I do want to come back to this at some point, but we don't have to talk about it today, is the attention span. So there's been so much studies that show that when you get interrupted, you know, when you're in that flow of thinking, and it takes how long it takes to get back into that attention span. So if there's an interruption every 30 minutes to get up and move, how do you balance that with staying a, a productive in your thought process. 
Yeah, I can see how that would be really hard for like a creator that uh, thrives on getting like a flow state. It would. Yeah, I can see how that would be tough. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's where, cause I can sit for a couple hours cause I just, I lose oh, yeah. track of time. You know, you're just, I'm just working on stuff that, um, I, I can do the same thing when I'm like analyzing x-rays or doing paperwork. I just get in the flow and I have, I have to physically set a timer. Otherwise I'll just be right. lost in it. Yeah. So it's, it's that it, everything is always kind of like a balance, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it probably is. your breath. That's another, yeah. that's another fun self-experiment thing. What do I, what, what, yeah, puts me in flow state. Yeah, know? how do I get in flow state? There's tons of, there's tons that's of a books great out article. about flow state and how to get in a flow that people can use. Oh, yeah. that's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's fantastic. Um, well, good. Well, thank you, and I look it's, forward it's, to learning more about the ring. It's been quite a quite an experience so far, <laughs> and it was great meeting you. Thank you so much yeah, for taking great. the time. Thank you so much. Next time, I'd like to come inside to do it. Well, yeah. yeah. So, well, I talked to Leah and just said, you know, let's just get you on the schedule every three months, um, and so then then you'll be able to plan differently. I mean, yeah, this, I this works uh, yeah, fine. If I was able to cut my morning off, like see patients till ten. I shouldn't. You guys aren't far away from the office. I should be able to make it over you and be ready to go. Yeah. So fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, just get the schedule prepped in time. Okay. All mm-hmm. right. And then, um, just as a FYI, we've had some really cool people reaching out with um, hundreds of people in their organizations locally that want to participate with a magazine. Okay. That's so, awesome. Yeah. With. Um, uh, businesses, women-owned businesses in the greater okay. Brighton Ann Arbor area. We're so, start, starting to hand out the magazine. I think we're going to hand out a copy of the, the quarterly with um, with all everybody that buys the cleanse as well. Okay, oh, fantastic. Okay, that's Thank great. You. All right, and and you know feedback. We love feedback. Okay, so cool. look forward to that. Okay, all right. Thank take you. Care. Guys. See ya. Bye bye. Me too. <clears throat> oh. Coat on. All right. Well, that was cool. Yeah, Isn't it, it cool? cool. Yeah. But, did you learn anything, Melinda? Yeah, I learned a lot about I didn't know much about chiropractic. Like, yeah, chiropractic. So it's just, I mean, it's like another. I didn't realize there was like a self care and wellness thing. Nobody did. I just realized about the chakras today. I was just like, oh, that totally makes sense. Like, yeah. 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 There's, um, you know, we just don't, we just don't learn. We're so taught to be not sick. I mean, to be, treat our bodies when we're sick. We're not taught about how to. And also sit still, sit still, sit still, you know, like. Right. Stop moving, you know. Um, That's the industrialization, right? Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, so anyway, good deal. All right. Well, is there a, I'll, I'll look at the calendar and send out some times that you yes. be working. What do you want to call the show today? Do you have, cause I, we're, we're doing it after the show now. So I have a, so I'm like, I know what to call it. Um, um, I don't know. Not spine matters. Um, well, what was um, wellness versus? What about like life design in your spine, or the life that you design your spine, or something like that? Like life divine, life, the spine and design. 